Welcome to NACSW's Podcast of the Month. Our podcast program makes available 20-minute samples of recordings of a wide variety of NACSW presentations and discussions on topics of particular interest to Christians in social work. Our Podcast of the Month program features a new sample podcast every 30 days for your listening pleasure. In addition, you can access the full-length version of this and all NACSW podcasts at no cost simply by becoming a member of NACSW or by ordering a copy of this podcast at a reasonable cost on NACSW's online bookstore. We hope you enjoy today's sample podcast. first thing that I want to do is show you some photographs. And then I want you just to, when it's just about five of us, and then at the end of that, uh, I want to just ask you a question, okay? So if you'll just look at these for just a moment, and hopefully the PowerPoint will act as it's supposed to. to do that? Is there any right normal? No. No. 
Okay, the resiliency theory and resiliency work really looks at two factors. You have risk factors and protective factors, where all the resiliency work comes from. I'll break them here for you, and again, I'm not going to talk, I'm not going to read the PowerPoint as, as um, do, I loved uh, Dr. Parker's presentation at lunch, because he being military base and uh, working with me, it was, he's exactly right. If you read from the PowerPoint, they get you. So I'm going to try to just talk you through this. But guys, risk factors. Individuals, peers, families, schools, community, and society. I want to give you a handout. Here it is. Thank you. Um, and I don't know if I'm going to have enough. Go take those and just take one and pass it. I meant to include this in the PowerPoint, but I, I failed to get it in there, so I apologize. But guys, what this handout shows you is in family systems, in community, how risk factors in a family impact our individuals, but, but it impacts at all levels. And at all levels, we need, as we are working with individuals, families, and communities, we need to be identifying what are those risk factors, but what are those protective factors? Risk factors, what do we mean by that? Anybody know? Well, how's that defined? These are going to be like pre-event factors. So what is going on for them in their life before they have something traumatic happen? Exactly. What puts them at risk? What can be some risk factors? And there's some examples here on your handout. What can be some risk factors for individuals? Trauma. Unemployment. Addiction. Isolation. Poverty. Illnesses. Death. Death, a disability, unexpected disability. Lack of social support, I'm not sure. Lack of social support. These are all risk factors that we assess, okay? What are those protective factors? If they have healthy skills. What do they do? What, what is the reason that they are still sitting there in front of you? What is it that has gotten them to the place that they walked in your office or picked up the phone and called and asked for help? What is that coping skill? What is that protective factor? Can it be spirituality? You bet it can. Can it be family members? You bet it can. Can it be financial resources? All of these systems, it could be the church, all of these protective factors that we are to look at and assess at each one of these levels. Okay, so a quick question here. Is resiliency the same thing as recovery? What's the difference? You're right. It's not the same. Recovery is the normal function temporarily gives way. Key term there temporarily gives way to a threshold of psychopathology for a period of at least several months and gradually returns to the pre-event. Resiliency is the ability to maintain a stable equilibrium. Okay? I give you on your handout there a chart. And if you look, here's resiliency. Here's your traumatic event. Okay? Point of traumatic event is right here. What did the 
resiliency. Okay, my functioning drops. It's, it goes from considered normal for me. My, my disruption in normal behavior. But then I maintain. Okay? Recovery. What happens here? Wow. I just keep dropping. Okay? There's, there's a definite difference in resiliency. And the, and the reason I point this out and the reason I leave these slides in is because, unfortunately, sometimes people think, get the terms confused, and think about resiliency and recovery as, two same, as the same thing. But guys, resiliency is a continuum. It's a journey. It's a journey. And if you don't leave out of here with anything else, know that. It's not a point of return. It's a journey. It's a process. So when bad things happen, the people, other, if you work on a treatment team, if you work in a clinical setting, unfortunately, we tend to focus on the, bad, the pathology of the individual or the family, don't we? That's what we tend to focus on. They're depressed. They are dealing with, you know, whatever. Those things need to be addressed. But as I mentioned to you earlier, chronic grief and depression, these are numbers from the military-based numbers because and it's studies from soldiers and airmen that have returned after serving um, in uh, Iraqi freedom. 10 to 15% were chronic grief and depression. Chronic being the term there, okay? PTSD, 5 to 10%. Again, those are important numbers. I'm not minimizing that. But it tells me that there's a lot of people that are, that are doing well. Demonstrated by what? Resiliency. Demonstrated by optimism, flexibility. Get through here. My PowerPoint's not going as quickly as I needed to. Self-confidence, confidence. Insightfulness, perseverance, perspective, and self-control. I don't know if you can see that. It's on your handout. Um, but when you think about, I think about systems. It's what we do, right? And resiliency is impacted by systems in our lives and in our individual's lives and our family's lives. So when you're working with an individual, with a family, with a community, it's important to assess from a systems level what are the systems in their life that provide that are risk factors or protective factors that help contribute to resiliency. So is there safety in their living environment? If there is, it's a risk, it's a protective factor. If not, it's a risk factor. Um, or do they have a sense of belonging and connectedness? Whether with their family, with peers, with their church, does that exist? What's their level of self-efficacy? How do they feel about themselves and their ability to sustain? Do they have a positive self-image? Excuse me. Are they able to sustain positive interpersonal relationships? Are they able to sustain positive interpersonal relationships? Why is that important for resiliency? Somebody talk to me. 
listening today to this 20-minute sample of NACSW's Podcast of the Month featured selection. 
Just a reminder that you can access the full-length version of this and all NACSW podcasts at no cost by simply becoming a member of NACSW or by ordering a copy of this podcast at a reasonable cost on NACSW's online bookstore. We also hope that you will consider participating in additional NACSW activities and events, including NACSW's upcoming convention in the fall, our quarterly audio conference workshops, which provide CEUs accredited by the Association of Social Work Boards, and our online continuing education program. Also, we invite you to join NACSW's Facebook group or our Facebook fan page. For additional information about these and other NACSW benefits and services, you can go to our website at www.nacsw.org. Thanks again for listening in to our podcast session today.